0: I am Clotho, and you can find me at ClothoSpindle on Twitter. And I'm joined today with Devin.
2: Hey, this is Devin GD Harpo on Twitter. And Chicky.
1: Hey, I am Chicky. I'm at the Chikrin on Twitter. And we're going
0: to be discussing Samwell's second chapter in Storm of Swords, um, with all the usual trigger warnings, particularly for this this actual chapter actually has lots of rape and violence unfortunately
1: this this is as the kids say this is really something yeah this is not
0: and and again it's like going back and reading i always forget just how unpleasant these particular chapters are um yeah
2: there's yeah and that's the thing like just not remembering till i started reading it i'm like oh that's right (laughs) this is very fucked up right right craster
0: goodness gracious yeah it's from start to which i guess i'll I'll get into right now like basically from the start to finish where um it's pretty morbid um and uh so sam's tending to bannon and who's had his foot chopped off um seriously injured and um you know this other guy bedwick is arguing with craster over his lack of hospitality and basically he's they think he's hoarding food and that you know he's not giving them enough and they're basically starving and the ones that are wounded you know sam keeps thinking in his head like you know if they could just get some more food and be warmer you know they're freezing. That, that they might be able to survive some of these wounds. And and then piled on to all this is they only have some, some of the surviving stewards don't have the same knowledge as the people who were killed and they don't have the same, you know, the, they call it like the herbal lore and the medicine
1: yeah. to do it's, much. It's like, <laughs> it's like they're basically just left with the interns running wow. the show here. Like they have wow. <laughs> no one really who knows what they're doing with the doctoring anymore. It's, it's scary. I'm, it's scary. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure this is, I'm sure this is George laying the groundwork for why Sam will go to the Citadel, but, ugh. Uh-huh. Uh, gosh, it's, it's just a terrible position to be in all the
0: way around. Um, um, and, of course, this is all affecting, you know, as if things weren't difficult enough. This is not, Craster's pretty disturbing and disgusting, and general you know they've got a mixed bag here of personalities and they're just getting worse the hungrier and the colder they get um and you know they have
1: <laughs> to top it all off we have this soundtrack of gilly giving birth in the background right. which is just the cherry on top right right it's just oh gosh this just sounds like a nightmare you know
0: men dying basically and like you know like their club these names clubfoot carl garth of old town are like oh, you know, they're like you know they're they're sitting there swearing craster they're, they're basically pushing the envelope with what they can get away with um and you know they've been kind of you know antagonizing him and and you know sam's in his head you know he hears like we hear he hears Jilly screaming and he's thinking kind of bitterly about how like they've they're ignoring all this abuse in exchange for this little bit of help that he's giving them i mean it's you know they know what's going on see him beating his wives they know you know that he's raping his kids and and sam knows about the you know that just it's disturbing like the whole thing is just a nightmare and i can't imagine sam's trying to hold it together
1: yeah sam's trying to hold it together and then he's like low-key underneath it all like praying that gilly will have a boy because Uh, he knows what what crasser will do if it's a son like the every every layer of this is terrible Gosh,
0: I know. What at one point I think the woman who's assisting, uh, you know, who knows one of her sisters or mother, whoever is assisting, is like, you know, oh, hi, I could see his head, and he's like, no, no, please make it a girl, you know, like don't. Oh, gosh,
1: yeah, it's terrible,
0: oh, and and, that's yeah, and
2: the, you can really feel it. Like right. you can really feel it just from being in Sam's head, and like it really struck me this time reading yeah. it, just how dire the entire situation is.
0: And it's sad because, like, you know, obviously, okay, maybe where there's life, there's hope, but these girls, their life is pretty brutal and pretty miserable. So it's like, you know, what's worse, you know, this, I don't, know. gosh, like what they have to look forward to. If you're a girl being raised in that environment, is horrific, you know
1: yeah uh, you mean in an environment where your father husband is threatening to hit you if you don't stop screaming while giving birth
0: yes horrible,
1: it's horrible horrible
0: so yeah this is like this is like it's a powder keg already and um he, he gets to the point where he can't take it anymore so he's like you know and he gets what little fresh air he can get in the cold and he goes outside and um you know, he's. They, I think they've mentioned back towards the vegetable garden, he sees um, Sweet Donald and Ulmer shooting arrows at a target. and um, You know, they're calling him Slayer now, and he's kind of like, he's flinching every time they do, because he knows they're, they're just making fun of him. You know, he doesn't feel brave, he doesn't feel like he, you know... It was just kind of like a happenstance thing that happened, and um, and he finds like he goes, moves away from them. They're making fun of him, and he goes to find further on. He finds Gren. Chopping firewood, and I just thought it was funny they were mentioning. I think they mentioned that he didn't have a shirt. Like I was like, how, was like how can you get chopping firewood? I was like, I'm like, keep my shirt. I don't know if they mentioned that he was shirtless, or not my imagination. Yeah,
1: you no, know, um, no, he <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely mentions that Gren is shirtless here, <laughs> which like, is yes, an yes, unnecessary yes. detail. I, know, I was like, <laughs> it's still cold. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it just
2: seems insane given how cold it's supposed to be and how much they're complaining about how cold it is. No. Yeah because he needs to retain that yeah so I have
1: to I have to slip in here that apparently this Ulmer guy was like a member of the Kingswood Brotherhood and I had forgotten how much George just like peppers in mentions of the Kingswood Brotherhood throughout this book and I think he even gets some in in phase okay. 2. not even not even just Jamie's chapters because this is like a big part of Jamie's origin story in his own head is that this was his first heroic thing was you know fighting the Kingswood Brotherhood but it's funny how it's just like all over yeah <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where we're going with it. I don't know if it's supposed to be uh, Jamie Jamie fighting outlaws. I don't know what it is. I need to think about it at some point <laughs> in my life. Not now. <laughs> yeah, there is
0: like I was like because that's the thing. It's like a lot of times with these notes, I'm like, okay, I'm sure there's a lot of like detailed information he's giving us. I'm glad you brought that up, like in here, because there are there's little mentions of this one, knowing that one and. You know, and and it seemed pretty cool. I think the was it Almer the who who is the older? Was, was it Sweet Donald? That yeah, because I think I'm trying to think who Maybe. won the archery. <laughs> he shot yeah, it through the. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh gosh, but yeah, they're just. <sighs> and and you know what another thing i just it feels so dangerous it's like because he knows Gren and pip like but a lot of these other guys like it just seems like at any given moment which is proven later in this chapter they could just they could kill you you know it's like you have a real risk with these guys like they're not Seems like they're just barely holding it together right now um oh gosh so so and Gren calls him slayer and he asks him not to and Gren's kind of like well you know it's a good name and it's not that he's been genuine here he's like it's a good name you came by it fairly i don't see how this is a bad thing and you know i really kind of like this little conversation here because sam's like you know well you know you understand they're mocking me but he's like but it's still you still did this and sam's like no i wasn't you he feels like it isn't legitimate that he did you know that he killed the if he wasn't being brave that it wasn't legitimate that's his whole like, yeah, like it, sticking point point. and and is like, like i'm not brave you know i'm <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah,
1: that's it's like it's like Sam has like imposter syndrome about it. Like he just can't he can't accept that he did it, which I totally get. He didn't intend to like do this heroic thing. I get it. But it's like he did do it. And I kind of get what Grant is saying, because as much as this is, you know, yes, obviously it's like, you know, making fun, poking fun at, at Sam with the nickname it's not the same as some of the other nicknames. Like it's not the same as when they called him piggy. Right, you can tell there's right. a little bit of like, it's, I'm not going to say it's respect, but it's almost acceptance in it. It's not as, it's not as negative as other nicknames.
0: Right. Um, So Sam kind of continues on thinking about like, you know, the aftermath, you know, the fist and how they told Mormont, you know, explained to him what happened. And he, you know, he's thinking about John and he found, you know the dragon glass and he's you know he feels like crying when he thinks about John and he wishes he was there and um you know this is another you know good point that Sam's like what do we do when we run out of this stuff you know we're looking at fire arrows which is like back basically what they had before like that's all you can do to fight them and there's just so many of them that once the dragon glass is gone like they have to find more because you know once that's gone that's it um <sighs> So, oh, and he also thought about, which I thought was interesting, because he, he killed the white, I mean, the White Walker, correct? It was yeah, an he killed a, white, he Walker, killed... not a white. And he's wondering if yes. the whites, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. sure if the whites can be killed with the Dragon Glass. He's thinking that.
1: Yes, no. that, and that's correct. I think yeah. the whites can only be killed with fire, whereas fire. The, oh, the, okay. the others can only be killed with Dragon Glass, or we will later find out yeah. Valyrian Steel
0: oh gosh and then that seems that seems like i know like they kind of exaggerated the speed but if you think about like i'm thinking about like images of like you know depending on how many there are like that that's more difficult like that's like you know because i look at the dragon glasses with the white walkers but there's endless dead people (laughs) i know it's like they're gonna constantly uh i don't know it seems like a kind of impossible odds here and then we get into more you know mormon enters the gate um you know he tells them that craster wants them gone which i think everybody's kind of picking up on and um he yeah i I don't
1: i don't think i don't think craster has made any secret of
0: this (laughs) yeah no he's sitting there eating his sausages and like oh god just like rubbing it in their face oh lord um (laughs) so so um he's questioning sam and he's contemplating like uh, again, back to the thing about dragonglass he's like why hadn't they you know this kind of knowledge should have been had like it was lost knowledge but they should have had this they should have known like that they could have been armed with dragonglass like well before this like the, that
1: yeah well, i I love, <laughs> I love i love how the lord commander is like referencing the the oath that they take for the night's watch it's like <laughs> Clearly, this is what we were supposed to be doing. And it's like, if anyone should have known this, it's you. You're the Lord Commander of the whole
2: thing. The the Lord fucking, exactly. We lost sight of the true enemy. Well, how long have you been Lord Commander? You you could have changed that at some point. (laughs) I mean, goodness.
0: Oh, man. And, and, um, you know, suddenly Craster emerges from the hall shouting that he has a son. And, um. He's complaining, you know, there's a little farce of complaining about having another mouth to feed, and, you know... Yeah, and it is a farce. And and Sam, you know, this is brave of him. He thinks he's not brave, but this was, and he suddenly, you know, pipes up that, like, they could take the baby. And Mormon's like, no. like Mormon shouts, enough. Um, he doesn't want any part of that. And, and, you know, I get, I get, like, it's like, I get, I get both sides of that, like, okay, the baby would just die, but, like, but then I get Sam's side that like you know that you want to do something, you want to try to make a difference where you can, but um
1: yeah, um, because Sam is a decent human being <laughs> <laughs> like, yes,
0: oh, gosh, oh man, um, so Moramont is shouting and ordering him inside, and you know, he's warning Sam like you have to stay away from Gilly and her child, and um Bannon died. And he's, you know, they're burning his body at sunset, and oh god, it's just so gross. Like, he's talking about how they're so hungry that, like, he just he has a vomiting because he's smelling like fat and burning and like getting hungry smelling it so even hungrier and so
1: yeah okay can we say the creepiest thing about this is not just that Sam thinks it but that Ed comes <laughs> yes, along yes, and thinks the same thing
2: the, they both think pork
1: <laughs> <laughs> they both think pork it's
2: so <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh god! and part of me was like oh, maybe I maybe should have taken a
1: piece <laughs> <laughs> And
0: it's it's so and it's funny because it's like you gotta love Ed. It's like no matter how like just it is so twisted, but he is funny and it doesn't even seem like he means it in like an evil way because he's talking about oh course, you know like. Always <laughs> best without
2: <souls."> oh, God. <laughs> and I was like, "Is it?
0: <laughs> oh, gosh! Oh, it's it's crazy that that was the light. You know, that's the light moment of the <laughs> So. <laughs> um and you know he does share with him some important information that mormont wants them to leave at first light and uh craster's perked up when he hears this and you know he's glad that they're leaving and now he's ordering his wives to prepare a goodbye feast and with their you know their dead horses that they've had to slaughter and you know Ugh. sam again has, seems like has the most most like you know empathy here he's like he can't stomach the idea of eating you know as he quotes in his head the faithful horses Um,
1: yes because like you don't want to eat your own pets like that's not weird that's normal no one wants to eat their pets this is, hey, I just want to say I got blasted on another episode for one thing. I accidentally ate horse. and like, I didn't even say anything that bad about it. But people were like, what's so wrong with eating horse? And I'm just like, look, I had horses as pets. I don't want to eat my dogs. I don't want to eat cats. I don't want to eat any dog or cat. I don't want to eat a horse. Right, right. This is how I feel about eating rabbit. Like rabbit just tastes sad to me. I had a rabbit as a pet as a kid. I don't want to eat it. <laughs> it's understandable.
2: Oh, God, that's perfect. It tastes sad. Yes
1: it does taste oh sad oh to me
2: that is what it is it tastes oh. sad
0: okay <laughs> oh man and that's what they would have felt if they'd ate bannon they would have probably said it tastes sad if oh god
1: probably yeah
0: and you think craster seems like somebody who would eat somebody like definitely he seems like somebody oh who would, yeah oh, don't there we think
1: a he has oh yeah I yeah <laughs> <by
0: Craster.
1: laughs> no. yeah no, that. That man has been a cannibal, for sure.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Gosh. And so, probably not even out of necessity. <laughs> uh,
1: probably not. God,
0: yeah, <laughs> just because he wanted to. Oh, oh God. Oh, man. Um, so Clubfoot Carl starts argu- arguing during this feast with Craster and you can kind of tell which way the wind's blowing, and it kind of turns into this mess where Garth, Dirk, Allo, all the names, they all start joining in. And they're like, yeah, you know,
1: there's better food. If you notice, notice, half these guys are Chet's buddies that they were going to do the beauty to begin with. Which the unfortunately very ableist nicknamed Clubfoot Carl was, I think, one of those guys. Oh,
0: gosh. Mm. Yeah. Alo, yeah. All these, oh, gosh. So Mormont stands and he's yelling for them to be silent because they're then they start like you know craster's up here and um he's ordering them out like he's picking them out okay so this is like he's saying carl garth dirk alo out and you know morons trying to defuse this and at this point it's gonna take a lot and it's not working and garth calls castor a bastard he lunges and then this is when all sort of like everything goes to hell when Dark Slits casters throat from behind. And Mormont's just horrified and like, okay, the gods he's like, the gods are gonna curse them all for breaking the laws of hearth. And then Olo stabs his knife into Mormont's belly and it's over. You know, it's just like it's chaos. Um Sam doesn't even realize like he's like he's like I'm cradling Mormon's head in his lap and he doesn't even realize how he got there yeah just, it's, it's
1: like blur, it's like you know? it's Sam like, blacked out yeah, did he yeah. black out like I don't even right. know what happened did he disassociate? I don't it's, even know
0: horrible and that's like because you think of all the stuff that's already happened i mean because he talks about how you know john wouldn't make fun of him john would understand if you know that his concerns he had about being called slayer like he's lost john and like and it probably feels like there's not many you know i think there was an element of him like feeling protected by John and like, even with Gren and them, it's not the same. Oh, and, for sure. Yeah, so for sure. He's lost. And now Mormont, it's like, it, this is like so traumatic for him. And
1: yeah, no, the poor kid has like a break. <laughs> it seems like like a total break. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's and and the poor wives. Cause then it's, Oh gosh, it's just a nightmare. Cause they're then, and then, then it's like, so these, you know, they're, that's one of the things so horrible about this night's watch is like, and I know that's like George's thing, but there's just, Oh God, it's just, everyone's so horrible. Like there's no, you know, you always want there to be, okay, there's going to be some more good guys, but then, you know, they start attacking the wives. Like, this is horrible. This is no, you know, it's not, Oh, they kill Craster and they save the day. These people are like every man for themselves.
1: Yeah, that's horrible.
2: Like it just immediately goes all right. bad. And yeah. which, once Crasher was killed, and I mean, Mormont, he just had no control at this point, but so much could have been salvaged. But right when he was just immediately right. off the rails.
0: Right. Uh, that's the thing, yeah. If it hadn't been, if they hadn't attacked Mormont, then maybe there could have been some kind of, okay, this man is gone. He was horrible. This is, you know, not the right way. And he was, ha- I'll have your heads. But I don't know. It just unraveled.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. The thing I want to say here is, though, how the hell did Craster even last this long? I mean, I have right. 17 questions about that, but how could you be this kind of a hothead right. and live this long? Like, right. with all the other weird things that you do, it's so strange that he just, like, with literally a room full of, like, armed Night's Watch guys right. decides to attack one of them. Just what? He's only one guy. I don't know what he expected to have happen here.
0: It's wild, yeah, it's wild, and I I wonder if he felt, like, adjacent to the power of the White, like, I'm sorry, the White Walkers, like, maybe that gave him some kind of weird confidence, because it's, like, surely other people who, even though he's remote, sound like people stop there relatively often, and there would have been conflicts then as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, this one's wild, I don't, I don't know, Uh, I mean... Uh, d- don't get me wrong. I've always said I can't. I, it's 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 hard to believe that one of these women wouldn't have slit his throat oh, twenty yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, you know, along about the second or third time he went and stole one of their baby, sons. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. I think probably they would have killed him. I'm just guessing. How old but is I think he? So. Did they say how old he is, or is he's... Well, he's old enough to be married to his own daughter, so I mean, yeah. he's got to be like in his forties. Yeah,
0: that's that's a long time for a guy like that. Yeah, yeah, in that world. <laughs> Oh, man. So, okay. So he's got, you know, he's, Sam sort of articulates that after this sort of internal break, whatever's going on, he doesn't feel afraid anymore. And he's like, the old bear says to him, he says, all the fists, the wildlings, Glass, this all. Like, you have to tell this. To, you have to go tell this. Tell my son Jorah. Tell him to take the black. My wish, dying wish. Um... Uh, Jilly and the two older wives are standing over him and they're like the ladies are like take her away you know take her away take her baby and get you know get Mormont's sword his cloak and his horse and just go um the raven's kind of in the background quick quick and you know he's like where like where do I take her and um you know one of the women's like someplace warm uh the two old women said as one Uh, Jilly was crying, me and the babe, please, I'll be your wife, like I was Craster's, please, Sir Crow, he's a boy, just like Nella said he'd be, if you don't take him, they will, they, said Sam, and the raven cocked its black head and echoed, they, 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 the boy's brother, boy's brothers, said the old woman on the left, Craster's sons, the white colds rising out there, Crow, I can feel it in my bones, these poor old bones don't lie, they'll be here soon, the sons. (sighs) So, uh, which ends the chapter, but,
1: um... Gosh! Yeah, this is intense and terrible. What's What's kind of interesting at the end here is how I think that's actually Gilly's mom, if I'm right. reading the context clues correctly. Right. She basically says that as much as Craster thought he was safe from the others, they were, in fact, coming for them, too. Oh, like, so okay. it sounds like.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that is crazy, too, to think about that. Why would you think you were? You know what I mean? Like, if you I mean, I don't know if there's any kind of. <laughs>
1: If I mean, anything, lots of these I'm people. Not, but you think if your dad yeah. turned you into like, a, like yeah, no, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, obviously Crasser, you're gonna have a hard time making an argument for his general sanity. But I wouldn't Crassers think that behaving set up
2: just never made sense to me.
1: No, yeah, it it kind of. No matter how you try to saying it, just no. doesn't make sense. Yeah. Oh, I mean, George, George is pretty good at writing women, but this is one of those times where I'm just like, nah, I know women. If he was literally the only man there, (laughs) they'd have killed him by now. They'd have killed him long ago. They'd have killed him. (laughs) Oh
2: man. Yeah. And so one of our questions actually gets into that, um, specifically about Craster. So from, let me just pull it up. Yep. So from Savic, um, Gmail, While rereading Sam 2, I got, again, really angry and mad on behalf of Craster's daughters' wives. The misogyny of Craster is just gross. I cannot stand it, and it makes me wonder how could it be that these women never rebelled against him. As a woman, I feel like if I had to live with this guy and endure being raped all the time by him, seeing my daughters get raped and my sons being taken away to be turned into undead creatures, I would get mad enough to either, one, kill myself to kill Craster, or at least attempt to somehow try to escape. Probably I would die either way, but on the other hand, women who are being oppressed like this will rise up at some point or another, I think. They are many against only one oppressor, and Gilly can't be the only one who ever thought about breaking free. Of course, Craster provides them with protection and some kind of safety and so on, but he does not even treat them ambivalently. (laughs) He treats them basically like shit all the time, and I cannot imagine that he can keep this up for so many years without them forming up in some kind of rebellion or plotting against them. He keeps them alive, but what kind of life is this? What do you guys think? Is it realistic that these women stay so loyal and submissive for so long, considering how we see him treat them? Sorry that this message is a bit long. Maybe you will touch on the topic anyway, but I just needed to share this thought. Lots of love. Savik.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel immediately validated. Yeah. No, I I think this stretches belief. This sort of condition can exist when you're in a society that is entirely structured this way. And it's like, Mm -hmm. there's nowhere for you to turn, but everything about like the free folk way of life. I mean, not that they don't have their own, you know, gross things like the wife stealing things like that, but there's definitely room for these women to just kill him and say, no, this is our place now. Come and take it. You know what I mean? Like, which would probably be still a better condition for them than only one man. How, how yes. much is one man protecting them? He's not doing much. I they essentially I mean,
2: run it all. Right. The yes. cooking, they're, the cleaning, food, yeah. the any and everything that needs to be done. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because even even the uh, distance, I mean, you'd think they have to have some kind of horse. There has to be something there they could take to get if they did need something else, you know?
1: Yeah, it would be different if there were, like, five guys with this Mm -hmm. setup. Then you could kind of believe, okay, you know, a minority of men probably, but just one single guy and, like, 30 women? Nah.
0: And someone would have snapped. Like, even if you say it was such a horrific situation that he managed to, like, you know, could he intimidate? But one of them out of all of those over the years, because there were probably women that died and, you know, one would have snapped enough to.
1: Yeah. De- uh, to yeah. Women, women, by and large, love their kids. And yeah. there's only so much of this they'd put up with.
2: And I mean, and I would think this, it would have happened pretty early on.
1: Right. Yes.
0: Right.
2: Yes. Like how would you, how he even got to that level.
1: Yeah, it's kind of so. like
0: George just like, what's the most demented thing I could think of And and.
1: Yeah, that's about half of his gross stuff right there. It's just what's the most demented thing I can <laughs> yeah, think of, and then just don't don't worry about whether or not it makes any goddamn sense.
2: God. Uh, um, we have another piece of mail uh, from Cardinal Girl seventy five on Discord. What theories do you have about how Craster's sons, if they do become White Walkers, survive to adulthood? Do you suppose there are other free folk who have similar deals with the others?
1: That's a great question, because you wonder how Craster even set up this deal with the others. I don't know. There's so much we don't, and we'll never know, because we'll never get to read it.
0: Right. Like, how do you (laughs) find this thing out? Like, he's just wandering around with one of his sons in his arms, and he's like, hey, what one? Like,
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, how do you even enter into this bargain? And especially as far south as Craster is, because he's not very far north of the Wall. So, you know, the others have been slowly working their way down to where he is. So how did he even end up in this bargain i don't there are a lot of questions about it and it's like and it's like the thing is like yeah we will probably get some version of wins but like this is the this is the this these are the answers you would only get if you actually got like the final book of the series which is purported to be a dream of spring like you know that that is maybe when you would find this out and we will never know we're never gonna know do
0: you so think annoying. george even knows or do you think he just kind of?
1: like i think he about it later (laughs) yeah he like 75 percent knows i doubt he's even worked it all the way out
2: yeah and and then just what are the mechanics once he gives them the baby does it grow like like what happens yeah like do they raise it to adulthood or somewhere near close to adulthood and then change it do they change it like what what are we doing
0: yeah Yeah, there's a language barrier
1: Clearly, I think, and I don't think
0: they talk.
2: Right? Again,
1: someone, Crassers someone explain setup,
2: it. <laughs> it does just doesn't make sense.
1: No, oh
2: man. Um, so, from Bucklehair on Discord, um, what was all? Was this all the mutineers, or did Blood Raven help the mutiny along? Oh,
1: fascinating question. I don't know. God fucking knows. <laughs>
2: Now, I know there's a theory out there with Blood Raven having a lot of influence over a lot of things going on, and I think this is one of those specific things in it. Oh, that's
1: um, that's part of the corn that's what code, I right?
2: Put, yes, I think it's yeah. all part of that same thing. But I'm not part well of the enough on the theory <laughs> oh. to really talk about it. the co-
1: the the infamous corn code of Mormons <laughs> Raven. Yes.
0: Oh, that's funny. Oh my gosh. So they think – is they are they thinking the raven's setting people, saying something, and it sets them off? Like, I don't the, know. Or, or that George is using remember. the raven to like – George is using the raven to leave clues for us, for the <laughs> and reader. And this
2: is just <laughs> the inherent problem with the series not being finished. Yes. Uh, you get so many things that you can just never answer and so many theories that you just can't outright say – no, he's not doing that. I mean, other than various being a mermaid and things like that, but those things that do have <laughs> yeah. credibility to him, like it's so very, it's it's just those things we'll never know. Is it?
0: And, a, yeah. is it over ten years at this point. I was just thinking about that. Have you had that
1: I update? would, I would say it's probably close to ten years since the corn code oh, theory came out. It, I think we've been talking <laughs> about this for almost the entirety of this podcast, and we've been doing this for nine years now. So oh yeah, God. I think that's yeah. wild. Yeah, did you need to hear that? I think my brain stopped at five (laughs) years, so like
0: in my mind, it's like, oh, we've been doing this for five years.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Wow. Yeah, well, we're we're wild, but (laughs) yeah, I'll say this: I haven't read the corn code theory in a long time, but I remember it had just enough, like. Kind of things to make you scratch your chin that it never really got completely like, oh, killed. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe.
0: Well, I'd like, I know it'd be cool to find out someday. <laughs>
1: oh and we gosh. never will.
2: Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, yeah.
1: Is, is there any more mail?
2: <laughs> uh, <or is> it? <laughs> yeah, we have <laughs> okay. a couple more pieces okay. of mail. Um, another from Savic on Reddit. Um, If Sam and Jorah live long enough to actually cross paths someday and Sam is able to deliver Commander wish to Jorah, what do you think Jorah is going to do? I guess it will be quite conflicted. His dead father's last wish is for him to take the Black. But if Dany took him back into her service, it is hard to imagine him giving up serving her in order to join the Night's Watch. Well, a lot of things can happen until then, but I just found myself wondering about this because I'm kind of fond of the Mormonts. Uh,
1: yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I think there's a whole theory. Speaking of fucking theories, um, I think there's a whole theory about Sam curing um, all of the uh, grayscale that people are catching and that oh. Jorah now has as well. Right after he saved Tyrion. Hmm. Am I making that up? Maybe I'm making that up. Does store not have it?
2: No, I've, I've, yeah, I've seen that. that uh, I don't I've remember. I've seen the theory that Sam would, um, I know he gets it in a show so i'm pretty
1: is that confused. it maybe I, it was in the show i, I can't remember show. i
2: don't know if we ever oh my god confirmed in the books Devin. but he definitely gets it in the show
1: <laughs> you guys should ban me from the podcast if i just said something that happened in the show as if it was a book fairy <laughs>
2: again I'm i out. can't remember if it's in the books but i definitely Peace. It's in the show
1: i'm out i'm done <laughs> that was the sign <laughs> oh gosh
2: All right. Our um, last piece of mail is just not uh, chapter specific, just a general comment question um, from Amina A on YouTube. I just wanted to point out that I just wanted to point out that what Ali and the others did to John was what they had to do. John was ready to break his Night's Watch oath and the penalty is death. They would be breaking the rules if they didn't. It's clear in the books that they didn't want to do it because of the hole for the watch is just them trying to make themselves feel better for killing John. They are actually pretty devastated, not to mention John in the books has some terrible communication skills and never actually explains what's going on properly. So all they know is John is trying to break his oath for something important. It was John technically in the wrong in this scene.
1: Wait a minute, Ollie. Are we talking about the show here?
2: Yeah, that was like okay. a very, very show specific. Oh,
1: yeah. okay, okay, interesting. And I'm
2: um, not.
1: I don't remember the name yeah.
2: Ollie in years.
1: Me neither. It took me a minute. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just Ollie. He was yeah, that when
2: younger, I was reading yeah. earlier, I was like, what, what is this? I don't remember. And then, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, the young kid. Yeah. That yeah.
1: So I'm sorry. This is someone defending the kid who stabbed John in the show. Yes. Okay. Well, that's a take. That's a good take. I mean, that's an interesting take. We don't get that take every day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got, I totally forgot about him too. Oh goodness, Ollie. Because he was an is he a book character at all or no? Right? Uh, no. Oh, that's no. totally. I, I, yeah, he
2: he wasn't. It was just for the show.
0: Yeah. Because I guess at first I was thinking Olo from this chapter. I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh.
2: He, he also kills Egret in the show.
1: Yes. Oh, I do remember that. Oh. Yeah.
2: Very. Yeah. Oh. yeah.
1: Yeah. I forgot that they made that invented character because they just didn't have the spine to do satin,
2: which oh, uh, was their
1: mistake. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: One of their many.
1: Yeah. One of, one of many, many.
2: <laughs> That's all our mail for today. Good. Okay.
1: <laughs> had you, oh, had, had anybody in the
0: previous, like, just forgive me for not knowing this, but had you guys talked about this whole, like, thing about, um, Dunkin' an Egg announcement? On
1: a oh my podcast? god, <laughs> have we?
0: I don't know if we did. I don't know if you did, I don't want to start off on. <laughs> um... Okay. So, yeah, any thought? I mean, I was just, my, literally, my, I was like, oh, it's a shame that this didn't happen years ago, and I actually cared, because it's sad, because, like, I would like to see a decent version of this, but I'm so, like, bitter about everything and what we experienced, and I guess we're all jaded, that I'm assuming that it's not going to be good, so I just feel sad about (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) It's like... Yeah, same. I, I mean it's like in a different world I would want to see an adaptation of Dunkin' Egg, not least because I think it's probably yeah. more manageable. Right, right. Than trying to do an adaptation of a song of Ice and Fire. This is a more manageable story that you can get all the way around. Right. But
0: they could make it I don't, good because they don't have to stretch themselves with all this other CGI and you know
1: Yeah. But I mean, I don't trust anyone involved at HBO anymore. I don't. I don't. I don't even trust George <laughs> with his own adaptations anymore, quite point. frankly. Oh. So it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna gonna pretend it's not happening. I guess is <laughs> my strategy.
0: Oh man, yeah, because it just seems like they're bungling things up. Like not even Game of Thrones, but just streaming stuff is being bungled, and this Max thing, and it's all just a mess. So yeah.
1: Well, and with this writer's strike, how they're talking oh, yeah. about what's going on in the writer's rooms, and it's making sense why a lot of this, a lot of things are just not that well written anymore, and this right. maybe explains why.
0: Oh, yeah, I've seen some threads on that, and then, did you hear about, like, it's just kind of crazy stuff, like, I mean, we watched a couple episodes, and it was, like, so-so, but they, like, took Willow off, which is super recent, like, the new Willow series, and people are, like, saying that literally they're doing all this stuff because they just don't want to pay, you know, I don't know how... But they don't want to pay residuals, and th- so things are going to start disappearing that are even more recent, like not just older things, but like
1: it's just going to yeah, completely heard,
0: disappear because they don't want to have to. I heard
1: I heard that about Disney that they yeah. took a bunch of their shows just completely off their service, right. and that was the only place they could even be accessed. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll be really honest with you, you know, we were all really excited about getting rid of cable or whatever, but I think we've just kind of gone out of the frying pan and into the fire.
2: It's like, yeah, more work. Media companies are doing. Right. Yeah. I don't know if anything can be done about it at this
1: point. No, it's too late now. And it's more expensive than fucking ever. Yes, we're spending. And and like in our particular house, I have my parents living with
0: us now and they've have they are only used to cable so they're not about the streaming stuff they can't navigate that so like we have cable and all the streaming services so yeah we're paying oh like my God. it's wild yeah it's not yeah this is not a money-saving uh endeavor
1: anymore yeah no S- streaming uh stream streaming did not save us
0: <laughs> oh so i guess i guess on that note it kind of fits with the set sa- with the chapter
1: it really does <laughs> it though our
0: chapter Oh gosh. So, uh, okay. You can reach us at close the door at on Tumblr at close the door and come here at tumblr.com submit questions to our chapter threads on the Jamie and brand subreddit. Um, and also, you know, it's interesting to get some on YouTube and, <laughs> um, we appreciate all your questions. You know, it, it helps keep, you know, the conversation going. We enjoy it. Uh, follow us on Twitter at door podcast. Please like review, subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean. Uh, google play wherever you might listen and you can support us on patreon at close the door um and i'm closing the door get out